Lovers, this episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. We all know that there is more to confidence in the bedroom or the kitchen or the sex club or a stairwell or the woods or wherever you are. There's so much more to sex wherever you do it than just jackhammering away. But if all you're missing in your relationship is some mutually beneficial stiffness, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office with the doctors that never got trained in sex ed and how to talk to people about it, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. They say that there is nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help give you confidence where it counts. Of course, I know you sweet listeners know that using confidence to connect, if you can be confident enough to be really vulnerable with someone, to communicate, to create a safe space that you occupy together, that is super hot. That's the foundation of a connection. And if you have a boner, that can definitely help you do certain things that you know that I love, just as long as you don't skip all the other stuff too. Blue Chew and I want you to have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. And as they say, chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOVER. At checkout, you just pay $5 shipping. That is bluechew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. life has been pretty great, actually. I've done a lot of exploring and experimenting and things that I'm excited to talk about. Yay! Do you want to do any human check-ins first? Like, anything we need to know about you, your life? Just take us where you want to go. Okay, yeah. I am now 24, almost 25, and I've been married for two years with my husband for three I had a baby since we last talked. He's now a year old. How was that? Now. That was messy and exhausting. <laughs> okay. Was that for your sex life or just in general? Both. It definitely was very taxing on my sex life. 
my husband and I, we were both exhausted, of course, after having the baby. But during my whole pregnancy, I was so exhausted. I never got the libido jump that you're supposed to get in your second trimester. Never got that. But, you know, yeah, I know, right? Like, that's supposed to be the best part. (laughs) It was definitely interesting trying to, like, find the want to have sex again. That definitely took some time that I wasn't expecting but we worked through it pretty easily. It was just a lot of communicating, a lot of finding new ways that turned me on because I guess a lot of things changed during my pregnancy that I wasn't expecting. I feel like my love language altogether changed. I went from being a very physical touch love language type of person where I always wanted somebody touching me Uh to now I'm not a big fan of people touching me. I'm more of a fan of the emotional support and the physical support in, like, getting help with doing stuff around the house, taking care of the kids, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, acts of service. Is that true for, like, people in general or your partner or all of it? Kind of all of it, actually. I cut a couple of friends out because I realized that it was just me giving everything to the relationship and them giving nothing. So I was like, no. Don't need to be friends. So, yeah, it's been kind of everywhere with that. How and when do you have a sex life with a baby? Um, Well, I have two boys now. I have a almost five-year-old and a one-year-old. So that definitely gets tricky. Yeah. A lot of times it's either during nap time when we get a few minutes or it's after bedtime when they're asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right. What have you been, like, enjoying in your sex life lately? So we heard a little bit about acts of service. Is it kind of more in that realm? Or just give us some details of what's been feeling good to you, if anything. We've been trying to step more into the BDSM realm with our sex life. And we've been exploring with me being more of the dominant person. Um, I was very dominant before I had my second child, but then after that, I did not want to put in any work for it. (laughs) I didn't want to be in charge of anything afterwards. So now, like, I think all my hormones are calming down, so I'm getting back into my original self before I was a pregnant person. (laughs) Wow. Okay. What we're kind of doing to explore more dominant stuff is I've started with following some boudoir photographers and I've been you know trying to take sexy pictures of myself I've been uh, actually my husband and I both have been doing that we've been trying to take like one sexy picture a day sometimes (gasps) we don't get to do that but we've been doing really good with it where we've been just sending each other sexy pictures or videos of us trying different things and it's been so great because I'm finally getting pictures of my husband. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Did you initiate that or did he or had you kind of decide to do that? Um, Actually, I saw it was a confidence thing that one of the photographers I followed is one of the things that they kind of put on their TikTok as like, a, here's a challenge you can do to get your confidence up in your body and like your sense of self. And... Taking pictures, like I did one night, I did a whole photo shoot where I did like, I think I ended up sending him like 15 pictures and they're all in different poses. And oh my God. it was honestly the best for not only me, but I know he enjoyed it as well. Like his reaction was perfect, which made me feel 
even better. Like his reaction was just worshiping me and that made me feel amazing. So that was so great. And then just seeing myself, I was like, yeah, I look amazing. I look super hot there. I feel great. I feel like I can do this. So it's definitely been helping. I definitely recommend taking sexy pictures and videos of yourself to anybody now. I like it helps. Yeah, yeah, it helps a lot. It's great. And it's so much fun. So far, it's just been in my bedroom. I've thought about bringing it out onto my balcony because now we're in an apartment now and Ooh. I have a nice, lovely view of trees in the back and it's pretty much just trees. It's pretty private in my section of the apartment. So I was like, maybe I could try taking pictures out here. I've thought of taking pictures on like the beach. That I think I'd probably have somebody help me. I'd probably have my best friend come and help me with because that's definitely going to be more easy with somebody else. Extra hands. Totally. When there's water and sand, I definitely recommend extra hands for sure. Yes. I thought about like some nature trails around here that are pretty, like, secluded because, like, I definitely want to be respectful. I know some people do not want to see half-naked people while they're walking and, you know, enjoying their day or whatever. So I'm, like, trying to find areas where it would be appropriate for me to do pictures and stuff. So uh, it's it's a lot of research right now. (laughs) Okay. Well, what else do we need to hear about? Are there any, like, toys or anything or or do you just, like, life stuff? that you've been thinking about in relationship to sex or your sex life? Like, what what are you sexually noodling on? So I have one experience that I had last October. I had to make sure I got the time frame right. It was last October, and this is actually one of the things that helped me want to have sex again after having my son. Mm -hmm. So... And we, my, some of my girlfriends, oh, there were four of us. They took me out for Halloween. We have a little downtown strip that has a bunch of bars and stuff that always throws like a big get together for Halloween here. And so we went down, we went bar hopping. We had a great time. We ended up at our LGBTQ friendly mm. bar. It's like, that's the whole theme of the bar. It's great. Oh, that's where we ended the night. And, you know, like, I was dancing with girls. I was having a great time. I had all these women around me just, like, touching me and telling me I was beautiful. And I was like, this is great. I love this. And then the four of us ended up coming back to my apartment while my husband was here. And the four of us, not including my husband, but us four girls, ended up having a foursome. (gasps) Wow. Yeah. It was honestly really fun. I, before when I was thinking about group sex or threesomes or anything with more than just you and your partner, I was like, I don't understand the mechanics of it. Like, I don't understand who goes where, what, who's doing what, is somebody going to get bored? That was always my worry with it. But it was just really fun. You know, we kind of just like, kept swapping, you know, who we were interacting with through the whole thing. And then we had, like, it was really fun because we didn't, like, plan any of it. We didn't talk really much anything about it. Like, the only thing that we really talked about beforehand was two of us. We didn't do much, like, shaving, you know, for our Mm -hmm. vagina or anything like that. And the other two girls were completely bare. 
So we were like, is this an issue? And it was like, no, dude, you're fine. And, like, they made me feel so much better because I was really worried about taking my bra off because, you know, I was breastfeeding. I was worried about milk getting everywhere. And they're like, just take it off. It's fine. Like, we'll wash the sheets. It's fine. And so it was really nice to just be completely validated about my body with people that I wasn't expecting to end up in that situation that night because, you know, that's not what we planned for. We were just planning to have a fun night, and that's how it, that's what it led up to. But it was just really nice because, like, we each individually, like, it was just we had time where one of us was the focus of all of us, you know. So it was really fun, and I learned a lot about, you know, where I like to be touched now, what feelings I like, and I learned that I really enjoyed having more than one person in my bed. It was a lot of fun. Um, (laughs) Wow. What good friends. Oh, my God. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it was really fun. (laughs) Was your husband, like, in the other room just, like, listening, or was it, like, He was downstairs, and from what he said, I thought we were being quiet, but apparently we were not. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine being quiet with that that level of fun. Yeah. (laughs) Can I ask, what do you remember about when you got focused on, when you were learning about your body? Are there any specifics there that you care to share? Yeah. um, I really liked the feeling of having multiple hands on me all at once. Like, I got so much stimulation, and it never got to the point where it was overstimulation or where it got painful, because sometimes I'll have that issue with using toys, where mm-hmm. it'll just be like, okay, this is too much. Like, get away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. But um, it never got to that point, and I was really surprised, because we, we were having sex for a couple of hours. Like, there were wow. four of us, and we're all female and we can all go for however long we feel like. So it was it was a couple of hours, and I never got to the point of overstimulation. I found out that I really liked my boobs being played with at that time. Before, I didn't like my boobs being touched at all because when I first was breastfeeding, it was a horrible experience. It was painful the whole time. Didn't have much success with it. I ended up getting a clogged duct and mastitis. It was horrible. So after that, it, I was like, I don't really want my boobs messed with. Like, don't touch them. Yeah. But now, like, that experience, I was like, oh, my God, this feels great. Like, I've been missing out. And I really like my legs. I've learned that my legs are a very sensual point for me. So that was really nice just to feel so many hands on my legs at one time. And it was really nice because it was like, each person, each of the girls I was with, they really paid attention to body cues, mm. which I really love people who do that because that's one of the most important things. Like, yeah. you, sometimes you're not able to voice what's going on during sex, so the body cues really help. That's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> wow. So, what happens after, like, these are your friends, right? Were you all just like, did you go your separate ways? Did you talk about it? Did it feel like a hidden secret? Like, it sounds like there's just such a beautiful, loving vibe between you all. It, is it just like this beautiful night that in your memory? Do you guys reference it? <laughs> um, Every now and then, my best friend and I will talk about it. And 
will, like, make jokes about us hooking up again. So far, we haven't really had an opportunity to sleep together again, but it's definitely something that we've talked about. It's something that we're like, oh, my God, I can't believe we actually did that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, The other two girls, I wasn't really close with, so I don't really see them much now. Um, you know, we'll interact on social media, but that's about it because, like, we're just not really in the same circle. Like, I knew them because we all worked together at one point, and we just went out that night just to hang out. So them I don't really talk to or interact with much, but, like, the few times that I have talked to them afterwards, it's not been awkward. It's not been, like, I can't look you in the eye now. Like, (laughs) It's just been like, yeah, it happens. It doesn't need to be a big deal. <laughs> Amazing. So, okay, so that experience happened just almost a year ago. Did it shift any of your, like, desires, or did it shift any of your own fantasies? Like, we heard the effect on, like, group sex, and, like, oh, maybe this is not so hard. But, like, you know, you sort of describe the – a lot of people I talked to were like, I want to have group sex, but I want it to just happen. And so you've given us a very awesome, clear example of that. Do you feel like it – you know, do you feel like it could translate into on-purpose group sex that you create, or has it affected you at all? Is it just, like, a fun thing that happened? Um, it's definitely something that I'd like to try to recreate and have again. My husband and I have talked about potentially getting having a third person in our relationship. I've talked about it a lot, and we're both really interested in doing that. The only hang-up with that is I'm a very awkward person around strangers, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely not the personality and the person that talks to strangers first. Yeah. So the hang-up that we have right now is where do we meet somebody who fits what we'd like in, yeah. like, just how do we figure this out? How do we find this person? <laughs> so. Like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I, we've tried dating up twice now that are supposed to be for couples looking for somebody else and like as soon as I we started using the app we realized very quickly they were either hungry for money and that was the only way you're going to use the app or it was just not as advertised so we haven't really found an online platform that we like yet for that And I don't really do much when it comes to going out to new places. That's something I'm working on. Same. But I think think this person, when we can, will really help. And I I feel you with the shyness and the awkwardness. And I also know that, like, you know, I mean, look at you went out and danced and look what happened. You know, it's possible for us. Yeah. (laughs) We did have, my husband and I did have a short, threesome interaction with one of my other friends January this year. It was just for, I think it was just about the month that we slept together. We only had sex a couple of times, and then we had, like, I guess sleepovers a couple of other times. But that was really fun. That helped me learn that I actually enjoy watching my husband being with somebody else. (sighs) And that was a lot of fun. It was very hot. (laughs) Amazing. Okay. Was yeah. that your first time watching a partner with somebody else? Yes. Yeah, it was. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it kind of, it was weird because I was like, 
part of my mind was like, wow, this is really happening right now. And the other part of me was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, this is really hot. I don't know what to do with this information. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, but my husband and I, we've talked about it so much. That's one of the things that I love most about our, our relationship is we have the most open, explicit communication. It's the best. Oh, wow. And it's, yeah, it really is. Like, people don't think it is, but it's it's very hot. It works wonders for your sex life. Oh, and we've talked about maybe going to a couple of sex clubs that we've looked up and we found. Of course, they're all, like, an hour to three hours away from us, unfortunately. Uh-huh. So that's why we haven't gone to one yet. Yeah. Cause that's more of like a mini vacation we'd have to plan. Oh, man. But we've also just been trying to find ones that look appealing. Cause like a couple of the ones that we've found, they just look very dark, very yeah. dungeon like. And I'm like, that's not the vibe I'm going for. I don't want to feel like I'm in somebody's basement. That's not where I'm going here. (laughs) I want soft, you know, stuff to sit on, soft, like, textures. I'm very much a texture person. Me too. So, yeah, so, like. (laughs) I'd like it to be well lit, like, with natural light. Yes. I want a daytime venue, but I don't have to, like, totally fuck up my sleep schedule and my life. Yeah, that would be great. (laughs) Yes, that would be amazing. Yeah, a lot of the dungeons and, like, the sex clubs that I've seen that I've looked up online in my area, they're very dark. And I'm like, okay, I have terrible night vision. I'm going to be bumping into everything. This doesn't work for me. (laughs) Like, I want the light. My husband and I love having sex with the lights on because, like, we just love to see each other. We also really enjoy having sex in front of a mirror, too. And we've even talked about trying to figure out a way to rent or friendly put a mirror on the ceiling, but we, oh haven't, we haven't narrowed that one down yet. <laughs> uh, I love that idea, though. My solution in the meantime is I want to get bigger mirrors because right now I just have, like, one of those bathroom door mirrors that you hang on your bathroom door. So it's very small, and I want to get nice big mirrors. We've been toying more with getting me comfortable with that stuff. I've started wearing, it's like a three-bead anal bead nice. toy. They're nice and small, but not too small to where, you know, it just, like, automatically falls out. So I've been starting to wear those, like, in the evening time, after I've showered or, you know, after I've done, you know, my day stuff, kids are in bed. I started wearing those just in the evening time when we're not having sexy stuff happen so that I'm more comfortable. And I've I've learned that it definitely does help to just, like, get used to the feeling. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Me too. We've actually had anal sex, I think, two or three times now. And... So far, the easiest way for me to actually have anal is if I've been drinking at least a little bit. <laughs> so that I, that just helps my mind not overthink things. Because okay. yeah, because I've noticed that when even if I want to have anal, when I haven't had a drink or two, I'm just so nervous and pent up about it. I can't get myself to relax. So I, that's yep. another thing that I've been trying to work on, and the beads are helping. 
Yeah. And it's just getting my mind in the right state beforehand. <laughs> oh, my God. I can totally relate to that. And I absolutely remember sometimes where, like, the cock was going in. I was, like, so horny for it, but started to get, yeah. like, anxious fear where I think it hurts or I think it feels weird or maybe it burns. Like, uh, and it's, no, I have to lube. And then I'm like, wait a second. The, the mantra that I would, like, come up with for myself was always something along the lines of, like, okay, but you're going to like it in, like, four seconds. Let's just, like, relax <laughs> into that part. And then I would breathe through it, and sometimes it would help me get there much faster. And it, it like, that was part of my own trust-building process. I think, I think, I don't know. It's also been almost a fucking year since I've had anal sex, so I thought I was going to get to have it this week, and I didn't, but that's okay. Oh, um, I'm so fine sorry. Fine timing. I just know that it means more edging, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yep, edging is always fun. That is Thank a you. great thing to tell yourself, though. I'm definitely going to have to remember that next time. And that's definitely my issue is I overthink things, and then yeah. the overthinking takes over any other type of thinking, and it just runs away from me. Totally. So, and my husband's great for helping me, like, ground myself again because anytime we're trying anal and he's like, are you Okay. Or am I am I okay to go more, or do we need more lube? Like he's asking questions the whole time, and I'm like, this is great. Although sometimes the questions take me out of the moment for a minute, but then I'm yeah. I'm able to get back into it. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, totally, wait, do we totally need more right. lube? Let me think about it a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when in doubt, if it's there, add a little lube. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's usually what we go with. If he asks, I'm like, you might as well. You already asked. <laughs> Steph, thank you so much for sharing these updates. Yes, of course. <laughs> Lovely humans. Thank you for listening. If you appreciate the work that I put into this podcast, I would love it if you took the time to leave us five stars and a nice review wherever you get your podcast, especially Spotify, since last year's troll attack on our ratings is still affecting our ability to be found via search. <laughs> I do love getting to know you and hearing your stories and meeting you lovely humans in real life. And remember, if you want to collaborate, apply to be a guest or leave us a single story voice memo via xstoriespodcast.com or sexstoriespodcast.com. Sex stories are always going to be my favorite, but now I also have question lists for love, friendship, dating, relationships, marriage, divorce, secrets, and so much more so that we can learn about connection through each other's experiences. I fucking love getting your emails and voice memos and receiving thoughtful noodle messages. It truly is hearing from you that fuels this work for me. And if you want to go deeper with me, get to know me, and support this podcast in meaningful, concrete ways, find me on Patreon, OnlyFans, FetLife, Venmo, Cash App, and all social media platforms at Wiley, or work with me privately for photo and video shoots, relationship support, creative breakthrough sessions, and retreats. Yole.com slash links is where you can find the list of all the ways to play with me, and the link is in the description below. Thank you for joining me to spread ripples of love, to co-create a world where taking care of each other is the norm. Thank you for spoiling and inspiring me with your stories and your support. Please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and remember to share stories in the name of lovely human connection. 